Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm really excited for this week's episode because we're chatting with Rachel Griman all about copywriting. This is such a good topic and it's so important for wedding photographers. So Rachel is a copywriter and a documentary family photographer who lives in Philadelphia. Her company is called Green Chair Stories and she's committed to taking photographs and writing words that look and sound like real people. This was such a great episode because, you know, I myself could use some copywriting help and I figured you guys probably could too. So she shares some really tangible tips, really valuable knowledge, and of course you guys can contact her if you want to hire her, um, which you might end up doing after this episode because it's so good. Anyway, before we begin, a couple of announcements. I'm super excited to let you guys know that coaching is now live. You can book your one-on-one coaching call with me right from twitchna.com. I'm so happy to be able to offer this to you guys in a way that gives you a more personalized, detailed advice, tangible tips right with me um, in the comfort of your own home. Everything's over online, on Zoom. So it's really, really fun, and um, I'm excited that it's now live. So yay, go to uh, twitchjanae.com, click on coaching, and you can find out more and book your sessions right online. Also, if you like today's show, I would love for you to leave us a comment or a review on whichever platform you're listening on. This will help new listeners find us, and I would really appreciate your kind words. We've got a couple of reviews already on Apple, and if you're listening on Apple right now, just hit the review button and give us a couple of stars. Five would be great. Thank you. (laughs) Also, be sure to visit us at twitchanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. Can't wait to meet you guys. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I have Rachel on the line. Say Hi. Hi. I'm so excited that you are here. This is such a good topic and a great episode. And thank you so much for joining us today. You are welcome. I'm pumped to be here. Yes. So before we begin, uh, let's let our audience and listeners uh, get to know a little bit about you, uh, your company, how you started, where you're from, all the good stuff. Yeah. So it's like a very winding road, so I never really know where to start, but... (laughs) Right now, I just moved back to Philadelphia a couple months ago. I'm from Lancaster, Pennsylvania originally, but my husband and I lived in Denver for the past eight years out in Colorado. So I'm kind of rerouting, you know, coming home. It's been really nice to be back. Um, But because most of my clients are, you know, all over the country and sometimes the world, um, it doesn't really matter where I am because it's all online anyway. Um, So I've been a copywriter for a long time. I actually have been a 
copywriter and a photographer. So that's kind of how I got into this genre. I was a photographer for a long time. I shot families um, and I was in all of these different Facebook groups and people started asking questions in there about their copy and about how it can be better and the words on their websites. And I was like, Oh, I can help with that. You know, I worked in nonprofits for several years as a photographer and a writer. So it was kind of a natural thing for me to start answering. And then people started asking me for help, um, and actually creating the content for their website. And I was like, sure, I can help. And then after it became more like five or 10 people, I was like, okay, maybe I need to structure a business around this. And that was maybe four years ago. So ever since then, I've been writing copy mostly for wedding photographers. I've written about 75 websites at this point um, and counting. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, that's awesome that you have, you're a, photo- you're a photographer and a copywriter. Mm-hmm. So you really know like what people are looking for. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, mostly I shoot families and I still photograph families quite a bit. Um, but copywriting has definitely become equal parts income for me, if not more than. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Well, let's dive in. Yeah. Let's talk about copywriting. I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah. So can you explain, um, to people listening in detail, like what exactly a copywriter does who, you know, people who aren't familiar with that? Yeah. So it's actually a really broad term, um, and it covers a lot of ground and, Every copywriter does something different. And I mean, it can be email funnels um, that you send out to your list. It can be Facebook ads. Uh, Copywriting can be sales pages. You know, when somebody's trying to sell a course or launch something, that page you get to where they're trying to convince you to buy, that's a sales page. A lot of copywriters write that. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on about all the different things. Basically, any word out in the world that is trying to sell you something is um, written by a copywriter. And so they're everywhere. You read them all day long and you don't even realize that you're doing it. And um, so for me, I just write websites. That's my bread and butter. It's what I'm good at. It's what I'm an expert in. And if people come to me for something else, I have a long list of people that I love to refer out Um, because everybody kind of gets in their niche and they get really, really good at what they do. And I love to support people in that. I'm not trying to be everything to everyone. So, and then I think sometimes people confuse content writing and copywriting content is like, um, your social media posts and your blog posts. It's just, um, something to support your actual business, but it's not the words that are trying to sell you something. Does that differentiation make sense? Yeah, no, that, that's good. That's actually, um, I didn't even think about that before. So creating your content is different than writing your own copy. Yeah, I think that people, the same person could easily do both well. I just think that they're different professions. Yeah, totally, totally. And why do you think that it's important for your business? Well, it depends on what you do, but... Um, Copywriters can be really useful on a couple different levels. I think that they can help you elevate your voice, even if you know it really, really well. Um, Like, for instance, I have some clients that come to me and they actually have a good command of their brand and their voice, but they're just struggling to take it to the next level um, on their website. So I offer audits to those clients. So we'll hop on the phone for an hour and I do a bunch of research about their brand beforehand and I just give them advice on how to make it better. And then they go back in and do the actual writing. Um, And I know a lot of copywriters that offer that. But Or sometimes, this is the majority of my clients, they're very talented photographers and they're actually doing pretty well in their business, but their website and the words on it does not represent them well. And so there's a disconnect between 
who shows up on their website and then who shows up on a wedding day. And so my job is to help draw that voice out for them and put that out into the world. So everything is more cohesive. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I feel like I personally struggle with my own copy on my website and tweak it um, like all the time. (laughs) Just, I did like a whole redo um, earlier this year because Last year for me, I found my voice online, mm-hmm. um, sharing on social and on Instagram stories and really connecting with my audience. But my website was a little like too straightforward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like really mm-hmm. like no personality. Yeah. <laughs> so I got rid so I basically got rid of everything and redid it. And I was like, okay, that sounds like me. You yeah. know, like I feel like that's good. But, you know, I mean, maybe you can share, you know, some of the common mistakes that you see on wedding photographers' websites. Yeah, well, a lot of what you just said is a big one. There's a lot um, that lack personality. Um, And I think that there's this perfect harmony and balance that you have to try to strike that is difficult and which is where a copywriter can come in handy, but where you want to sound like you, but you also want to make sure you're convincing people to hire you. And you want those two things to meet in the middle to give you a website that converts for you. Um, so I think a, this one's super specific, but a trouble spot that I see often is people's contact pages. Um, you've gotten, you've done the hard work of getting people to that page where they're thinking about booking you. And then it sounds like everyone else. It's completely devoid of personality. And it's just like, I will get back to you within 48 hours. And it's like, this is your last opportunity to sell somebody. You know, it's your last chance to say, Hey, you should hire me. So I don't think it should be long, but that page should definitely still be convincing cool and show who you are a little bit yeah okay so I'll be hiring you after this podcast (laughs) (laughs) is that what your I didn't even look is that what your contact page says no I think uh, I think it's just sort of I ask a lot of I ask a couple questions and like how they connected with me and what well how they found me and then what a gallery they connected with the most and like Mm -hmm. where they are in their searches yeah just so I know sort of a little bit more about them when they email me right I'm like oh okay I'm your top fave like great let's get this party stone go yeah 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 yeah. yeah or they're just starting and they're still like kicking the you know they're the price shopping yeah for sure so like it's good for me to know like what level Mm -hmm. uh they are in their in the buying process you know Right. So those are things that I do. Do you think people should ask questions like that? Yes, I do. And honestly, that's a school of thought. Like anything that I say on this podcast, you're going to be able to find a copywriter who disagrees with me. And that's fine. That's, there are different strokes for different folks, you know, like you just have to find the one that fits your ideology the best. But I personally think when people inquire um, about copywriting with me on my website, the more information I have about them, the better, because then I can tailor my response to who they are. You know, it's so much easier to sell when you know more about a person. Right. So the more information you can glean from your contact page, the better off you can be in your inquiry response. Definitely. Yeah. And I like to know like what, um, gallery or pictures or couple like yeah. they connected with the most because like I can send them that right oh, yeah look at the whole thing here. right you know yeah so yeah. I think it, it's very helpful for sure so what are the three main things we should avoid when copywriting and, and maybe and then maybe on the opposite side of that what are things that we should embrace oh this, this is a good question um <laughs> I try to tell people to just like put down your phone like stop reading other people's stuff because everything starts to sound the same And I think that there's a fine line between inspiration and actually comparing yourself. And I think it's just healthy on many levels. But when it comes to copy, um, it just, it can feel really generic. 
and because everybody's saying the same thing, especially people in your exact market. And you don't sound like other people when you talk, you know, you are your own special person. So I just tell people to put down, like, if you're trying to get inspiration for your site, don't go to other photographers' websites. Like, go to your favorite brand, um, like, where you like to shop and people that you think are funny on Instagram. Like, that's who you should be drawing inspiration from, not other photographers. Oh, I love that. That's really good. Yeah, because I feel like it just gets so uh, monotonous, you uh-huh. know, like everyone's like, I got a camera from my dad and I did <laughs> yeah. this and I did that. And it's like, Oh I yeah. I fell everybody... in love with the dark room. I know. Yeah, yeah. totally. And not that but you I... can't say that. It's just, you need to be able to say that and, and present it in an interesting way. Yeah. And in your own voice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, even, even if you are writing it, like you're writing it in my voice. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> and then maybe what is like, what's something that you should embrace? Like your quirkiness? Like, is that something you should bring out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, when I go, do a questionnaire with my clients, they always use the same words over and over. And then when I talk to them on the phone, they usually use those words again. And so when I don't see any of those words on the website, I'm like, you are not showing up as yourself. It is incredibly intimate to be hired as a wedding photographer. You are with this couple on this incredibly expensive day that they've invested a lot of time and energy into. And they're going to spend more time with you than they spend with each other on that day. Mm-hmm. And I see people sounding like clones of one another on their website. So it's like you show up on that day to spend all this time with the couple. You want to make sure you're delivering what you sold on your website. So if you're selling this very vanilla, very straight laced person, and then you show up swearing and life of the party, that's super confusing. <laughs> um, or opposite day, which I think is maybe even worse. Like you sell yourself as this life of the party person. That's really going to get things going for them. And then you show up very meek and mild and introspective, which there's nothing wrong with, but you really have to be genuine about the kind of person that you're going to be. And maybe even being honest with yourself and acknowledging that who you are at home is not who you are on a wedding day. And you need to write about the person who shows up on a wedding day. Cause that's who you're selling. And, um, granted, I think the healthiest people are both the same person in both realms, but, um, I just think embracing how you actually sound, what you actually say, um, your tone, you know, some people keep it professional from beginning to end. And some people are like making really inappropriate jokes. Again, nothing's wrong with either one. You just want to make sure you're presenting yourself accurately. Totally. Yeah. No, it's, that's really good advice. So are there any exercises that like we can do on our own? Like, is there anything that you recommend? Yes. I make every single one of my clients take a personality test before I work with them. And, um, there's a 101 personality tests out there. I just encourage people, if you're going to do it on your own, find one that speaks to you when you read about it. Um, but getting those results from this test really helped me understand the head and heart space that my clients operate from. And I noticed that that kind of self-awareness really sets them up for a good experience of writing their copy with me. And if you're going to do it for yourself, it's the same idea. Getting some results and feedback um, about who you are is going to help you get into the headspace of writing from a genuine place. Yeah. Yeah. So which one do you like the best? The Enneagram? Yes. The Enneagram is actually my favorite one. Me and everybody else in the world right now. It's having a big moment, I think. Yeah. But I really like the Enneagram. It's the one I studied the most. So it's helped. 
I would, I want my clients to take that because I understand it the best. And when I see what their number is, I can then interpret um, some of what they say and do through that lens. And I know how to treat them then like certain numbers need a little bit more time and space. So I'm not going to be down their throat and other numbers <laughs> need me to hold their hand through the whole process. And other numbers yeah. don't want, like, I know they're going to be a little abrupt with me, but they're being honest. So knowing that helps me receive their feedback and helps me understand how to treat them. But even if I'm not involved and you're just doing this on your own, I think it's hugely helpful to understand what your strengths and weaknesses are and writing to them rather than avoiding them. Right. Yeah. And like, just like a quick, I had a quick thought. Yeah. So, I mean, people, I, I love that we're talking about copyright in some other instances. I feel like nobody reads anything, right? Like I feel like (laughs) some people just like, go to the site they well at least for me like when they inquire they're like how much are you and I'm like it's on my site three times I didn't even read it (laughs) yes so I mean it's like I don't know it's like that push and pull but then you have brides that devour everything Uh Uh so that's why I think it's really important for the people that really want to know you right absolutely well the majority of people that come to your site are going to skim so that is something I see a lot on wedding photographer websites they put up this wall of text that there's nothing, there's no design element to break it up. There's no headline. The font is all the same. The color is all the same. And nobody's going to read that. It doesn't matter if you have the most compelling copy in the world. If it's designed in a very basic way that just reads like a really long chunk of text, people aren't going to read it. So to encourage reading and at the very least encouraging people to skim through, you want to give engaging headlines, super obvious calls to action so people actually click where you want them to click and they're not confused by all the options that they have. Um, But again, you're going to have different personality types coming to your site. So you want to give whoever comes the option and every piece, every word on your site needs to serve a purpose um, for those people who do read every, every letter. And for the people who don't, you want to have the main talking points really obvious, like your pricing. Right. Yeah. I feel like, okay, maybe I'll just put it in bold print. Right. But like you said, <laughs> I do think some people, it depends on your market and it depends on your clientele. You definitely get some tire kickers out there who are just, they're coming to your site because they saw you on Instagram. They like your photos enough. They're just going to send you an email right away. They're not even going to look at the rest of it and try to find your pricing. And right. that's just the reality of the business you're in. And so I think that to me is also why you need to have a compelling contact page (laughs) because sometimes that's the only page people are going to go to. Right. Yeah. Okay. Compelling contact page. This is like number one priority right now. (laughs) (laughs) So so speaking of that, like how would you recommend us as wedding photographers or even wedding professionals listening because the audience is kind of broad, um, you know, how do we find you how do we find a copywriter um and if it's not you how do we find someone that fits our brand like is there what advice can you give for that and then also maybe do you do like tests like do you do like a, a trial or something like, <laughs> yeah. like how does like what like what if you don't fit like that kind of yeah thing too. um I have worked with a lot of wedding photographers and I've maybe only had one or two clients that it just what it ended up not being a good fit for um And one of those clients was very much like I went outside of my normal process to accommodate what she needed. And I should have said no. And I learned my lesson. That was like two years ago. And I learned my lesson. And that's like my number one piece of advice. If they, if the copywriter doesn't offer what you need, you can still reach out to them if you like their stuff. And sometimes that can for sure work. 
But I am all about, if people come to me for something that I don't do, I'm like, oh, I have the perfect person for you. I love to marry people with the expert copywriter in that specific thing they're looking for. Um, Cause there's, there's one out there. Like copywriting is becoming more and more of a thing and you can find a copywriter for what you need. Um, that said, let's say you just need website copy. There's several copywriters out there that can write web copy. I would definitely take a look at their reviews, see what other people are saying about them. Um, go to their social media um, and their website and see if you like the voice presented there. Cause if you don't connect with the voice on their site, you're probably not going to connect with them. Um, and definitely ask them for examples. Like you want to read the actual words that they have written for other people and make sure you like their style. Um, but the beauty of a copywriter is our whole job is to like bend and flex our tone to accommodate your brand. So, um, I think a big piece of it too, it's kind of the same as when clients are shopping for their wedding photographer, get on the phone with them, ask them some questions, see how they respond, see if you vibe well on the phone. Because if you don't vibe well on a phone conversation, then the process probably isn't going to go great for you. Right. Yeah. That's usually a big red Mm -hmm. flag. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Especially even with couples, like if they're like a dud, it's like, right. Right. Or if you're just like not connecting on the right level again, what you do is super intimate showing up on a wedding day. So you want to make sure that you guys are both going to have an enjoyable experience. It's the same thing with me. I'm going to spend two full weeks. I only work with one client at a time because I like to give them my full attention. So like if you're going to spend two full weeks with me, I better be for you. You know, mm-hmm. it better feel right. Yeah. So what is your process like? Like can yeah. you tell us like from intake to out to outtake, yeah, I guess, absolutely. or like your closing. So again, people reach out to me for all kinds of copywriting and I always ship out to copywriters that I think might be a better fit unless it's web copy because I am a website copywriter. And um, if they come to me, I take a look at their site and I kind of evaluate where they're at in their business and their brand just from a quick look. And I usually go through their social media a little bit and then I respond and tell them, you know, what I think will be most beneficial for them because um, sometimes they just need an audit. It's like you have a really good voice on your site. I can help you make this better for cheaper than a full website rewrite. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of tell them what I think would be best for them. And then if they hire me for the full rewrite, um, I always have calls on a Monday. I usually have a two to three month waiting list because I only take one client at a time. Um, But I have calls basically before the call, they fill out a super long questionnaire just so I can get a feel for their voice. Um, And they take my personality test that I send them and I do a ton of research. I read through all of their client or their um, client reviews And if they'll let me, I think this is super valuable. I hop on the phone with two of their favorite clients um, and ask them questions about what it's like to work with that photographer. Um, Just because if they were your favorite clients, you want more people like them. So we're going to write copy that appeals to them and use words that they use in those interviews with me. Um, Yeah, it's really helpful for me and for the photographer normally. Um, And then so by the time we have our initial call, always on a Monday, I have done a ton of research about them as a person. And so we just go through their questionnaire a little bit. I ask them more questions about who they are, why they do what they do, who they're trying to appeal to, what their goals are. Um, It's usually about 60 to 90 minutes, that phone call. And then a week from that day, I deliver their first draft um, and in a Google Doc and I share it with them and then they have my full attention for five work days. So that Monday through Friday, we communicate back and forth in that Google Doc the whole time. 
I make edits to things that don't feel right. And we chit chat about what's working, what's not, what can we make better, you know, design elements, stuff like that. So they have my full attention for five days. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a, it's, I've honed this process after four years and it is my prized possession. I love working that way. It's really quick for them. It's really efficient for me and they get results right away. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, well, I love that because you're, you're not focusing your time on other people. Like you're being, you're being very, um, available for Mm -hmm. the five days and then people within a two week process or or how long they have to wait. But within when they start, they have brand new coffee. Uh Exactly. That's awesome. And what happened? And are there rights to that? Like, do you have copyrighted to that? I, that once I am done in the Google Doc, it is theirs. They can use it as they wish. They can put it on social media if they want. Like, those words are theirs. Oh, cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. It's so I love that. Oh, my gosh. Rachel, this is so <laughs> Thanks. cool. Thanks. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I mean, even though I say copywriting is growing and growing, and it is, you know, I think that this is a super interesting market to serve. And I love working with wedding photographers because you guys are super business oriented and you see the value in investing in something like this. And I just like photographers. Your brains work in a really cool way. And I never run out of things to say for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like everyone should uh, listen to this again <laughs> because it was so helpful. And uh, let's tell everybody um, how they can find you online, reach out to you, and hopefully work yeah. with you. Um, my website is just greenchairstories.com. That's green like the color and chair like the furniture <laughs> and then the plural of stories. Um, and then my Instagram <laughs> handle is the same, just at green chair stories. Um, I am most present on Instagram for sure. Um, Definitely. And I'll put all this information in the cool. show notes. So you guys can just link right up to Rachel and say hi. And what is your wait time as of today? As of today. Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. I think I <laughs> always take audits, which I call the green chair glow up, because we literally just take a look at your site and make it better. Um, that is a quicker turnaround. Like, that process is only uh, 48 hours once we do it. And I take those. I have some availability starting in the second or third week of June. Um and then for the full site writing, my first availability is in July. Awesome. Okay, cool. So we're taping this at mm-hmm. the end of May. It'll go up pretty soon. So you guys could catch her <laughs> in time if you're interested. True, true. Thank you, Rachel. Thank so you. Much I'm so us. happy to have Such done a good it. Topic. Yeah, definitely. And we hope to have you on with a follow up. Sounds too. good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's it, you guys. Thanks so much 
for listening to today's episode. I'm so happy to have you here. And a huge shout out and a big thank you to Rachel for joining us today. That was an incredible episode. So much information. Um, I definitely think you have to listen to it twice. Um, Lots of tidbits in there for you guys to dissect and to learn about. So if you want to find out more about Rachel, you can visit her at www.greenchairstories.com. She's Green Chair Stories on Instagram and Facebook. And all this information will be in the show notes so you guys can click on the links, visit her site, and let her know that you listen to the podcast. Also, again, thank you so much for being an incredible audience. You guys are so supportive. I love, love, love hearing from you. So if this podcast was helpful, please send me an email or a DM and let me know. It really, really brightens my day and definitely is the number one reason why I do this stuff. So I'm happy to help in any way that I can. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.